had stage fright And David brought a rock to a sword fight You picked 12 outsiders nobody would have chosen And you changed the world Well, the moral of the story is Everybody's got a purpose So when I hear that devil's Hello and welcome to the Financial Literacy Show with your host, Hubert McIntosh, CPA, a member of SOFA, the Society for Financial Awareness, bringing financial education to America, one community at a time. Now here's your host, Hubert McIntosh. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us again for a lovely, I know I'm sounding like a broken record when I say this, for a lovely Friday afternoon in beautiful Palm City, Florida. It's absolutely gorgeous. I'm not kidding you. It's 72 degrees and sunny. So thank you. Thank you for joining us. We are in Palm City at WCNO, the good news station. Remember, I'm here. Financial education. So this is our fourth week. Can you believe it's been almost a month? Wow. Wow. And I just want to thank, you know, we have a few regular listeners. If not one young lady told me that, I'll be talking to you next Friday. (laughs) So I just want to thank all the listeners. We're live in the studio. And remember, you can call us toll free 888-221. 8990 local 772-221-1100 772-221-1100 and remember the website i shared with you financialeducational.com financialeducational.com so what we have posted on there we have one of the recording already i think it was february 21st that recording of that program where we shared with you the new stuff, 2020 stuff for Social Security and the Medicare. So that recording has been posted. Um, the next one, February 28th, will be going up. That's the one last week where I summarize for you Social Security and the Medicare. And I introduced you to long-term care. So this week, we're going to talk about long-term care. It's a topic that is so necessary, but has been very neglected in the financial market. It has been neglected. People are not thinking about it. You know, um, with what's going on this week and what's last week, most people are thinking of market risk because you see the flip-flop with the market, the up, the down, and so forth. So people are familiar with the market risk. People are familiar with financial risk. But very few people are paying attention to longevity risk. Longevity risk is so critical. And you you say, what is longevity risk? Longevity risk is that risk of you outliving your money or your money outliving you. Because what has happened, and I've shared this with you, that there is a study that by 2050, there will be 4 million centenarians. Yes, 4 million centenarians. 
That's people who are 100 years old or older. But the challenging part with that, because that has improved because of medical science, but that improvement is also coming at a cost because what is happening, people are running out of money. Yes, people are running out of money. So sometimes we may say and we may just say, well, it's just medical science because even myself, I'm guilty of that where I'm just saying, well, people are just running out of money because they're growing older. They're growing older, but that's not just it. It's the planning. Nobody, very few people are planning it. Very few people are planning it. And what has happened is because there has not been a model because the baby boomer generation is the first generation that is encountering this. Because as Americans, there's no historical data how to manage being 100 years old or 105. It's just, it's, it's just never happened because no generation, the baby boomer generation is the first generation where people are living till 100 years old. It just never, it just never happened before. It just never happened before. So, so you find that planning is lacking. But with, with us being here providing financial education, we're hoping that in this community, we are going to share so much knowledge that the people within this community, not just this community, you know, we are, we're physically located in Palm City. But as you know, we're, we have listeners all around the country and not just around the country, around the world, because WCNO.com. You know, we can listen, someone can listen on the internet. Once they have internet connection, they can listen live worldwide, WCNO.com. And also on the website, we have created financialeducational.com. There is a link. There's a link there that takes you directly to the WCNO station, whereas you can click to listen live. So, you're not just you you don't just have to listen on your radio anymore. So so we just thank you for joining us. So last week, last week I left you with a bombshell. Yep. For those of you who remembered, I'm gonna remind you. For those of you who didn't hear it, you're gonna hear it for the first time. So what I left you with last week was I was sharing with you a survey that Genworth, Genworth is an insurance company where every year they do a survey of the cost of care, the cost of long-term care in America. And I shared with you last week the number for the South Florida area. You know, so they have it breaking up like South Florida and Central Florida. So you don't have it necessarily for, for Palm City or West Palm Beach. So they call it the Miami area, of South Florida. You know, so you have the Miami here and then you'll even have the Central Florida area where they use the, they'll use the Orlando area and then you have the Jacksonville area. So what they did was break up the state 
in like four quadrants or something like that, and you have the tamper area. So it's not it's not defined by a particular city, but it gives us an average. So I'm going to repeat the average I shared with you last week. For home health care, for home health care, homemaker service in our area, in the South Florida area, is $3,623 per month. Yeah, $3,623. Homemaker health aid, that's $3,813 per month. And if you check that out, that amount is greater. The maximum Social Security for this year is 3200 For someone who's getting on the highest, they can start their Social Security is 3200 So you're talking about home health care, which is higher than someone with the maximum Social Security. Adult day health care. This is something that's not spoken about very often because sometimes people hear it and they're not even sure what does it mean. Adult day health care. I'm going to break it down. The average is $1,463 a month. What adult day health care is versus like you may have home health care. What adult day health care is that you take your loved one there and they're not staying. And that part, the part can be confusing where it says daycare. Daycare don't mean for adults, daycare don't mean the same thing as kinder care, where uh, kindergarten care, where you take a child and you take the child at 8 o'clock and you pick the child up at 6 o'clock where you say that's daycare, the child is in daycare. Adult daycare has a different classification. It does not necessarily mean from 8 o'clock to 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. And, and, and I've shared this with people, and sometimes they're confused with it. Why wouldn't it mean the same thing? It's just a classification by state code. What daycare means is that if an adult is in a home for less than 24 hours, they're not staying overnight and that is what's considered daycare. So I want to share that with you because sometimes you hear adult daycare and you're thinking it's the same thing as child daycare. No, adult daycare is less than 24 hours. And that average is $1,463 a month. So think about that. $1,463 a month. And that adult is not staying over. No, they're not sleeping. They're not sleeping. They're there and you, the caregiver is going to pick them up. That is $1,463 a month. Then the next one we have is assisted living facility. The average for a private one bedroom is $3,250. And even though you may even hear that number, private one bedroom, $3,250. But guess there's something missing from that survey because it says assisted living facility, private one bedroom, 3,250. But what's not considered there is memory care. I don't know how many of you are familiar with what's going on with memory care. In that same assisted living facility, that's 3,250, 
if that person needs memory care, that 3000 is almost double to 6000 Memory care. Memory care is baffling doctors at this moment. Baffling doctors. And I can tell you, I it's personal. I've personal experience there. You know, we just, uh, you know, celebrated. It's not celebrated. We just remembered a two-year passing of the patriarch of our family where basically he had stage six. He had stage six dementia. He had stage six dementia. And he passed away at age 89. But what I can tell you, what happened there was when I said to you, the doctors are baffled. Because when you have Alzheimer's and you have dementia, because it, it comes with so much variation that the doctor will prescribe a particular medication and the medication will fix one thing, but it affects something else. Whereas, you know, one symptom will be corrected, but then it causes something else to go whack, you know, in the sense that where, you know, my uncle would be, you know, he would be, you take the medication and he would be quite okay. And then for whatever reason, at two o'clock in the morning, at two o'clock in the morning, he would get up and he would have, he would be so active. We're basically staring the place up apart. So then the doctor has to take him off that medication and prescribe another medication. And that medication will fix something else than something. I mean, doctors are baffled with it. It's not where you have this medication and you say, well, you're just going to take this medication and it's going to fix the symptoms. It may fix the symptom for one person and it makes another person worse. So that is what's happening there. That's assisted living facility with memory care where once it's memory care, it's doubled $6,000 a month. And the granddaddy of them all that I spoke to you, I introduced to you last week, nursing home care. Like someone will say, okay, we're just going to put mom or grandma in nursing home. No, you can't just put them in nursing home. There are other considerations. A semi-private room in South Florida for nursing home is $9,657 and an average. Yeah, $9,657. And a private room, $11,254. $11,254. Folks, that's $132,000 for the year. I want you to think of that. So I've caught you up on where we were last week. We're going to go deeper dive. But remember, we are live in the studio. So you can call us toll free 888-221-8990. 888-221-8990. Hubert McIntosh, your CPA, a member of SOFA, the Society for Financial Awareness, bringing you financial education across America, one community at a time. So we're here to take your call. Anything that's on your mind regarding that. So we're going through the summary. We spoke to you about Medicare. We spoke to you about Social Security. We dovetail them. And this is the other piece of it in the sense that retirement 
Some people said three stools, retirement as three stools. I want to think it's four stools. And because retirement involves Medicare, it involves it involves social security and retirement planning, whereas someone may have a pension or something like that. And most people leave it at that. But I tell you, if you're planning retirement and you're leaving out long-term care planning, I, I just think that stool is not complete. Then you have a three-legged stool and you need four legs. So you imagine now, if you have a stool that's supposed to be four-legged and one of the, one of the leg is missing, do you don't have a three-legged stool that's going to stand on its own? No, it's not going to stand on its own if it's three legs when it's supposed to have four. It's going to be lopsided or it has to be leaned up against something. So I want to give you some things to consider today regarding long-term care. So, and sometimes even, even us in the industry where sometimes we may even use the term we may even use the term wrong, like I kept saying to you, long-term care. But I think it's wider than that. It's not just long-term care. I would say a better terminology would be caregiving planning. Caregiving planning. Because what happens is that it's not just the medical aspect of it. Because you may cover the medical aspect of it in the sense where someone may have the financial resources or they may have a long care long-term care plan or a long-term care insurance policy and they may say they have covered it. No, no, they have not because that's just the medical part of it. There are, a, there are three other parts that's really, that's really important. Legal. Yeah. So basically the four parts you're looking at, it's medical, legal, financial, and personal. And you're like, Hubert, I thought they were out. No, let me, break, let me break it down. Let me break it down for you. The medical part of it has to do with health insurance, long-term care policy, medical records, you know, contact information for health care professionals, and the list of medications. So, so basically, that covers the medical part of it. But, he, but it, it, is, it is so wider. It is so much wider than that. Because here's the legal part of it where a lot of times we don't consider. What about the health healthcare direct directive? Yeah, the healthcare directive is so important because you're thinking that just because it's your family member, it's your mother, it's your grandmother, it's your aunt. Listen, if there's not an healthcare directive, you can't just go to the facility, the medical facility, and say that you're a relative. No, you have to have the healthcare directive. Sometimes you'll hear the terminology called healthcare proxy. There has to be a directive what you are allowed to do. Right? That's one part of the legal part. Then access. Oh my gosh, this is so missed. So many people are missing this. Access to safe deposit boxes, our storage unit. Folks, 
if there is not a direction where there's a power of attorney or there's a direction to the bank or to the storage facility, that person, that provider cannot, cannot give you the information if there's not a directive. You got to have that. You got to have health care directive. You have to have power of attorney. You have to have a will, trust agreement, all of these factors, the legal part of it. So you see, previously you're thinking it's just Medicare. It's a legal part of it, but it doesn't stop there. What about the financial part? Credit cards, savings, and checking account. If that person become incapacitated where they cannot talk or whatever, and basically they have a saving or a checking account, just because you're a family member, if your name is not on that account, you can't just go and they open that for you. You don't have access. Life insurance policy. Life insurance policy, and you're like, well, the life insurance policy should have the directive. Yes, it should. But l- let me tell you one of the things that has happened with that. A life insurance policy will only follow the beneficiary that's listed on the policy. I cannot tell you how many horror stories are there. Whereas if someone... If someone has a life insurance policy, just give you an example, and the beneficiary that's on that life insurance policy, and the beneficiary predecease, and you're thinking this doesn't happen, the beneficiary predecease, the person now who's incapacitated or whatever, and they did not change the beneficiary. Do you guys hear what I'm saying? They did not change. That life insurance policy is not going to be paid out to anybody. Are you going to say, yes, it's going to go to probate and so forth. You're also going to have a challenge in probate. You're going to have a challenge in probate. Because remember, probate is done by the state that you're in and depending on the state laws. So, folks, I am telling you, you get, you know, I believe everyone should have a plan for this. But I am specifically speaking to those people who are near retirement. Granted, the same thing, it's applicable to the 40 or the 45-year-old. But I'm just talking about the retirement planning, where the retirement planning is not complete without these things. Insurance policy, vehicle certification of title. That's another one. If the title of the vehicle is in the person that incapacitated, if it was not done before, how are you going to get the title to change? The title can't change. The title cannot change. If you don't have a trust where, and sometimes someone will say, well, it's in the trust. Ah, here's another confusion with the trust. The trust has to be funded. And that's a confusing term in itself where someone says the trust has to be funded. What does that mean? A trust being funded is that the trust, say that we're talking about the motor vehicle. 
the name, the name, the, the, the ownership of the motor vehicle must be in the trust name. If it's not in the trust name, then that trust is not funded. Folks, these are the things that's happening. Personal information. So, birth certificate, password, oh my gosh, digital assets. Folks, do you know how many people have digital assets and nobody else has the password? Nobody else has the password. Because that person did not make any preparation and they did not they did not share the password. They did not share the password. These are the things I want you guys to be aware of. Emergency contact. Yeah. The deed, the deed to the house, advanced directive of final wishes. Folks, you, you hear this and you're thinking, well, oh, this, this I don't have anything, so I don't need to do this. That's just for the rich. Listen, you are rich with what you have. Estate planning, caregiving planning, that's for you. Each individual as an estate. It's not about someone being wealthy. You are wealthy with what you have. If you have a thousand dollars, that's your wealth. So, so you you can't say, well, oh, I don't have a million dollars, so I don't need to do this. I don't have ten million dollars. That's just for the people with ten million dollars. Listen, if you don't have these directions and these plans, you are not doing your loved one any favor because you're going to be, you're passing away or you get incapacitated and then your loved ones is in so much stress because you did not take the time to plan it. Contact information for advisors and other professionals. Folks, this is what I, I, I am just pleading with you. I am pleading with you that you take a look at your situation. It's not just medical. You have medical, you have legal, you have financial, and you have personal information. Okay? Many of families, and this, some of these things that I share with you, they're sad topics. They're sad topics, and many a times people don't want to discuss them because sometimes it's not a very comfortable topic to discuss. But folks, I I I, I just want to plead with you. Here's the reality. Here's the reality of it all. Every one of us, every one of us will go this route. Every one of us. So ask yourself this question. Ask yourself this question. Is it fair to your loved ones that you're going to go and then you are leaving them to make these decisions after you're gone? I can tell you, 
I have seen so many families break up because the person that passed away did not, did not leave the wishes, their last wishes. And what happens? All kind of family members believe that they are entitled to this or entitled to that. And there's just so much arguing and bickering about family. Folks, this doesn't have to happen. It doesn't have to happen. It doesn't happen. There are services. There are free services. Yes, there are free services. So someone may say, well, well, I can't afford a financial planner or whatever. There are free services that does this. You have services at the library. You have services, Salvation Army. You have different nonprofit organization that if you feel like you need to or you want to, there are people out there to help you. So I just want to, I just want to point that out to you. I don't know if I'm just shocking you guys with the topic, but you're not calling. I know it's, I, I, I know it's not the most comfortable topic to discuss. I know it's not. But I just want to remind you, we're live in the studio, toll-free, 888-221-8990. Toll-free, 888-221-8990. Eight nine nine zero local seven seven two 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 one eleven hundred seven seven two 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 one eleven hundred. This is Hubert McIntosh, your CPA, a member of SOFA. We are in beautiful Palm City, WCNO, the Good News Station. So, as we continue. So these are some of the questions. So I gave you the topic, but I told you I'm going to go deep dive because I'm hoping with what we're sharing with you today, what we're sharing with you today will he- will help you to give you some action items and and in, in, encourage you or in, inspire you so that you can make some decision or even start the process. So I'm going to go a little bit deeper into the Medicare medical question that you can ask yourself, you know, is your loved one receiving adequate care right now? You know, this, this long-term care situation and a lot of it could be solved if, the people were talking about it because a lot of times mom or dad or grandma may be losing their memory, their memory or their hair, their hearing. So there's a caller on the line. Let's see. If, let's see if we can help this caller. Hello, caller. You're on the line. Yes. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. I'm just listening to you here. And you're making me scared to death because I I buy I bought a house about six years ago, and I'm 69. I don't know what will happen to me. I don't know where to go to do nothing so that the children them could 
inherit the property. When I die, I hear you saying something, then it's very scary. Yes, 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 yes. And yes. I don't, because I don't know the laws and the regulation of this country, I don't know who to go to, who to speak to, what to do. I don't know, because I have homestead on the, on the house. Someone right. was saying the other week that if you have homestead, you cannot put your family members, them, uh, all kind of, like it's a confusion. But I would, I would like to get some kind of information from you, like where to go, what to do. I am, I am so glad. I am so glad you call and you, you have made yourself vulnerable. You have made yourself vulnerable because what happened is that there are resources. There are resources to help people, right? Mm-hmm. There are resources to help people, but because we're not asking the questions, because we're not asking the questions, we don't know that there are resources. So there are many resources mm-hmm. to help you. So I'm glad that you took the time to call. Let me let me ask you, are you, how oh, technology savvy are you? Do you go on websites? No, no, I don't have control. Okay, okay, I see. Because I was going to send you, I was going to send you to our website because we are going to be posting a checklist for people, things to consider. You're going to hear me talk about some of these things. But what I can, Mm -hmm. what I can encourage you to do, um, the young lady that took the call, she's going to take your number, right? She'll take your number or she'll give you my, and I'll call you. If you leave your number, I can call you and I can give you some guidance because each person's situation is a bit different. Most mm-hmm. of the stuff mm-hmm. that I'm talking about is generalization. So I just want to bring awareness to the community. But well, you, I'm so glad. Yeah, I'm but so glad. your situation might be so specific and different things. So our goal is to help each individual differently by addressing your specific question but i'm so happy that you reach out so that we can help you so miss karen will take your information and we will Mm -hmm. get with you so we can help you there okay okay. so 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 hold the line don't go away hold the line okay Mm -hmm. all right mister. thank you so much so folks you hear that And I am so happy for that caller. I'm so happy that she was bold enough because I know many of you have the same questions that she has because it's something we just don't think of. You heard what she just said. She bought a home. She bought a home six years ago. And she has no clue what's going to happen if she passes away, she don't, does, doesn't know what's going to happen. And here's a piece of information that I already know. The minute she started saying, I already know that she's getting some bad information. Whereas someone is telling her that because the property is a homestead property, she cannot do this and she cannot do that. I didn't get the details yet. I will speak with her one-on-one and see how we can help her. But what I want to encourage you 
be careful of listening to things from people who are not professional because if they don't know and they're just saying this to you 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 are gonna be so confused you are gonna be so confused because you're taking information from someone who's speculating and does not know so i i i just i just thank that caller and i encourage her and i thank her so so we're gonna go further into the discussion so i was talking to you about memory care here's one of the challenge here's what is happening and it's it's not just memory care it's also hearing mom and dad is not hearing and they're losing their memory but it's it, it's it's not an easy topic to say to someone you know i am losing my memory i'm not remembering this and i'm not remembering that but if if it's caught and communicated early then what happens is that it can be dealt with but a lot of time it's not being discussed so regarding the medical part of it one other thing i want i want you guys to think of okay there's a caller let me get to this caller hello caller yes sir um I kind of represent the uh, generation of uh, the uh, children that have parents that are getting into like their 80s. Yes. And uh, my parents actually live uh, in another state. And I've been trying to see how to be able to help make a transition for them to, you know, kind of get out of a a cold climate because uh, they've been living in New England for quite a long time. But due to that, I, I also wanted, because of health issues, to have them being close by. And I'm sure there's a lot of, um, you know, adult children that are probably asking that same question of how to help make that a uh, easier transition. Wow. Wow. I thank you so much. I thank you so much for reaching out. So as I was saying to the caller before, I have a checklist of people that helps where I'm going to post on the website financialeducational.com. So make sure you make a note of our site, financialeducational.com. And we, okay. we're going to post this list and I'll just give you some example of what's going to be in there, like for about the elderly you have organizations like AARP.org. You, okay. yeah, you have Alzheimer's Association like ALZ.org. For, mm-hmm. for families and caregivers, I'm just giving you an example, but this list, this complete list will be on the site and you can go there. For families and caregivers, you know, you have ASAging.org. Care, caregiver.org, caregiving.org. So what, what I'm saying to you is there are so many resources like caregiving community resources. You have a site mm. called lotsofhelpinghands.com. Mm. Mm. Yeah, care, care.com. 
Care.com is where someone you can hire social workers to assist. Care.com. Because sometimes people will say that, okay, well, I'm going to, the family member will do the care. But that's Mm. not being realistic. Because guess what? The family member, if that family is not wealthy, how can a family member take time off from work to administer care? And you're dealing with this. You're dealing with this daily. So just make make a note of the site and you're going to see, I'm going to have this list there with the, de- with the detail of what that, what that National Care Planning Council. National Care Planning Council is dedicated to helping families recognize the need for long-term care planning and helping implement that planning. These are the, these are the organization that's out there. And you may say, but how can they do it? A lot of these organizations are getting grants. They mm. get government grants. They get grants from they get grants from wealthy individuals where people just want to make a difference. And mm. so a lot of these organizations are getting grants. But a lot of them sometimes their grants are limited because people are not utilizing the grants. So mm. what happened is that these organizations, so give you an example. If they get a hundred thousand dollar grant. Mm-hmm. for a year and they don't use that grant for the year you know what happens the next year they're not mm-hmm. gonna they're not the grant is not gonna be renewed wow. because yes because mm-hmm. these these individuals they want to give the money to people who are utilizing the grants mm-hmm. so i'm so glad you called so I'm going to have it up on the site. Make sure you make a note of the site, financialeducational.com, and it's going to be under the resources tab, okay? Okay. Thank thank you, brother. I I just want to say that um, my parents did make a will, and my sister and myself, we had to actually use in a situation where my dad last April had an issue with his gallbladder that required us to be a healthcare proxy. I'm actually a nurse by profession. Yes. So I've dealt with this a lot and I'm so grateful that you're helping a lot of people that have so many questions. And uh, I probably would like to pursue maybe um, being able to talk to you specifically of how to really step-by-step uh, work on, on this plan because I've been wanting to get my parents um, out of, Massachusetts down down here to Florida for the sake of my being a healthcare proxy and a caregiver also. So thank wow. you. Wow, that's awesome. So on that site, on our site, financialeducational.com, there is a tab there to contact us. Any specific questions that you have, you can just type it in there and someone will get back to you because that's our okay. purpose. Our purpose is to serve the community and bring this education. So you go on the site and you just reach out to us on the contact page, put your details there and we'll get we'll get back to you and guide you as best as you can. 
as oh, we can, okay? Thank you, brother. God, God bless you. I receive it, sister. Thank you so much for calling. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So here's another caller again. I, I just want to thank, thank her because there's so many of you have these questions. Many of you have these questions, and we're here. We're here to serve you and to bring this information. But if you don't reach out, we cannot help. We cannot help. So I just encourage you, and I just thank those callers for just sharing just sharing. So thank you very much. Remember, we are live. We are in the studio. Toll free, 888-221-8990. 888-221-8990. Local, 772-221-1100. 772-221-1100. This is Hubert McIntosh, your CPA, a member of SOFA. So for the Society for Financial Awareness, bringing you financial education, er er erasing financial illiteracy in America, one community at a time. We are in beautiful Palm City at the good news station WCNO. So thank you for listening. We are here to serve you. Okay, let's go further. Deep dive. So the question, this discussion, a lot of things could be different if it's being discussed. Like, here's a, here's a thing where once we have, remember these statistics. I want to point this out because sometimes we ourselves gets in denial. There's another statistic, and I know, yes, you guys says, oh, my gosh, I throw so many statistics at you. Folks, this is the only this is the only way we can do it. Here's another caller. Let's see if we can help this caller. Hello, caller. You're on the line. Hi. Good afternoon. Good, good afternoon. Thank you for calling. How can we help you? So I have a question in regards to life insurance. Is that something that you uh, handle or you deal with on a daily basis? Or yes, we can. We, we we can help you there if it's too if it's more detailed then we'll have you reach out to her but let me let me see let let's take a stab at it it's a general question go ahead yes so i am under the age of 62 um and i've recently uh in, invested in a life insurance policy but as i understand it there so there's there's the universal universal whole and term and i'm trying to figure out uh which one would would work best for me um essentially what i want to do is i want to uh, utilize an insurance that i know has some sort of cash value but what i was told when i signed up for the insurance that I have now, which I believe is the term that I can eventually transition over um, into the whole um, gradually. So I wanted to get your take on your your thoughts on that and, and if that's something that's beneficial or if it would just be worthwhile having a uh, pre-burial <laughs> arrangement 
uh, so to speak, where I would pay and that would be it, the end of that. Because as I'm hearing with the life insurance policies, you know, people are living longer and you're outliving the policy. So I'm, I'm sort of taking me back to uh, figuring out if it's even worth it to begin with. No, your, your, your question is a very, very great question. And it is so specific. It is so specific. I'm going to ask that you reach out to us. You go to the website and you put your specific question. Because what happens is that life insurance, just as we were talking about Medicare insurance, and we're going to be talking about health insurance also, the topic is so wide. The topic is so wide that if you try to give specific in a general manner, then it right. only becomes confusing. So I can talk okay. about it from a general standpoint, but your situation mm-hmm. seems to be a bit specific. So mm-hmm. there are questions that I would have to ask you specifically okay. so that I can guide you accordingly. But that is something we can help you. Because remember our purpose. And if you go to SOFA, if you go to SOFAUSA.org, we're a member of SOFA. There are over 35 topics we speak on. Life insurance, health insurance, retirement planning. And our purpose is to educate the community. So this is a topic we can really help you with. So visit us at financialeducational.com. Go to financialeducational.com. And just put your question in there with your contact information and someone will reach out to you and we will address your specific question. Sounds good. Thank you very much. Thank you for calling. We appreciate you calling. Have a good day. Thank you. So there's another caller again. We want to thank you because, folks, this is what we're here for. If you don't call, I could come on every Friday. Like, I'm going to be on for the next six months. These lovely folks. Here's another caller. Let's see if we can help this caller. Caller, you're on the line. Hi, good afternoon. How are you? I am well. Thank you for calling. Yes. Um, I need to ask a question. My name is Anne-Marie, and I need to ask a question. I bought a house in Port St. Lucie, and I need to, um, some advice. Um, because um, I want to know if there is a insurance that you can take out, God forbid, just in case something happens, if there's an insurance that pays off your house if you leave it to someone. That is such, that is such a great question. That is such a great question, and I thank you for reaching out. I thank you for reaching thank out you. because I... <laughs> I even have a personal story there where in 1984, I did not know this. I bought a house along with my mother. And that question that you're asking, I was not wise enough to ask that question. So I am so thankful that you asked that question. So my, my mom, my mom, me and my mom were, was on the title of this house in 1984. And I did not know to ask that question. And my mom died five years later in 89. 
And if I had known to ask that question that you're asking, then that house could have been paid off at debt. Yeah. So we right. can we can certainly help you there. So I'm going to encourage you, go to the website, financialeducational.com. And go there. Yes, there's a there's a contact page there. Go to the contact page, put your specific question and your contact information, and we will reach out to you and address your question specifically. Financial education. Educational. Educational. So it's E D U C A. N-A-N-A-L. N-A-L. N-A-L. Yeah. yeah. Financialeducational.com. Okay? Yeah. Because yeah, I bought my house like in in 2000 and 2016 and you never know anything is possible with what's going on now. That is so true and it's just like the yeah. other caller. We had another caller where she bought her house six years ago. You know, so I'm so happy that you guys are seeking this education because this is what this is our purpose this is our ministry where we come sure. on to provide this education and you know we're here to serve you so thank you yeah, so somebody was telling me about that i should get that because just in case i'm not working yes i mean i lost my job but unfortunately i'm not working i've been working since november so you know, I should have looked into it since then, and I would have to be worried about the mortgage being paid because I think they said they have something like that that do the mortgage right until you you start working again. So yes, I'm glad that it's a friend of mine um, told me about this radio station. Awesome. How do I listen, listen just to my gospel CD in my car when I'm driving? Yeah, so I'm well, well, I want to remind you: you don't have to just listen in your car. Because remember, it's it's WCNO. Because sometimes your car, you may be out of range. It's WCNO.com. Exactly. On your phone, on your tablet, you can listen it 24 7. 24 7. Yes. <laughs> 24-7, you can listen, okay? All right, thank you so much, and you have a God-blessed day. I receive it, sister. Thank okay. you so much. Right. We're ready to go. I'm going to get ready to go to Bible study later. <laughs> All right, say, say a special prayer for me, okay? I will. I sure will. May God continue to bless you. Thank you. Thank you so All much. Right. We, we appreciate you, and God bless you too, sister. Great, great. Thank you, caller. I just, you, you know, I, I tell you, people call and sometimes they don't realize. And I want to thank these callers that have been calling because any question that you have on your mind, there, if you have it on your mind, believe me, other people have those same questions. And it's an opportunity where you can help others just by you asking a question because the answers that we're going to provide. And granted, you may hear me say to some of the callers to go to the website, there are questions that are such 
a, of a specific nature that a general answer cannot suffice. Okay, so that's why you will hear me. It's not that I don't want to answer their questions on the air, but if it's not specific, if it's if it's not general, then it may not help another person. So, so those are some of the stuff. So, it's just the awareness. We want to bring the awareness so that you can call. Realize if you have such a situation, we can help you with that. So, one other thing I want you to be aware of, as I was talking about the study, and. I don't want you guys to put your head in the sand. There's a statistic again. I started with the statistic that if you are, if you are 65 year old today, the, the statistic says one out of every two people who are 65 will have a boat of long-term care. What does I, what do, what do I mean when I say a boat? They're going to encounter some kind of being unable to manage the activities of daily living. So if, if, if you think of a husband and wife, if you think of a husband and wife where both are six to five, chances are one of them is going to need long-term care. So I don't want you just look at it and says, well, the long-term care is just the physical part. I just shared with you, it's not just the physical part. You have the physical part. You have the mental part. You have the financial part. You have the legal part. Folks, it's a wide variety of things. Here's what, here's what amazed me also. I will see now, if we talk about cell phone, almost everybody has a cell phone. You guys know that. Almost everybody. Very few people have a cell phone. So what is happening now? People have cell phone, but they don't just they just they don't have just regular cell phone anymore. People have smartphone. They have smartphone. People have smart TV. People have smart refrigerator. People have everything, the, every gadgets that they, they, they have. It's called smart. And guess what? They don't have a smart retirement plan. Yeah, do you see how weird that is? You don't have a smart retirement plan, but you have everything else is smart. That means all of these things are going to become obsolete if you don't have a smart retirement plan. So I just want to encourage you, observe mom, observe dad, observe grandma. Because if we can identify the early signs of dementia, Alzheimer's, you can help. You can really help. So, you know, I'm just glad that you, you have joined us to receive some of this information so I just thank you for joining us. You know, this is Hubert McIntosh, a member of SOFA. We're on every Friday at 4 p.m. giving you financial education. We spoke about long-term care. We spoke about, and next week we're going to talk about retirement planning, some of the different options you have for retirement planning. So join us on WCNO. This is Hubert McIntosh, your CPA. Have a great week. Thank you very much. Visit sofausa.org. God bless you and have a great week. 
So let me go down. 